Hi guys and welcome back to Eastern Society Podcast. My name is Christine and I am the host of this podcast show. And if this is your first time here, it is a lifestyle, personal development and wellness podcast. So welcome and thank you so much for listening. My goal for this podcast show is to encourage others to fulfill their dreams and become the best version of themselves. Also, while I'm on my personal journey of becoming the best version of myself. So welcome. Thank you so much for listening. And for this episode, it's a part of my three-part series focusing on relationships. And the first part of the series, I focused on the relationship with yourself. And for this episode, I'm focusing on relationships with your family and friends. So let's get into it. This is so important. So as I started off in the first episode part of this series, the first part of this series um, about the relationship with yourself, it sets the foundation for how you treat others and how others treat you. Now, of course, we can't control the way that people treat us. Um, because people are who they are and you can only control yourself. So that leads us to our next point of why it's so important to know yourself and dig deep and really get to know who you are and to feel your best, whatever it is that you have to do to be the best version of yourself and feel great and confident. Because then by extension, you start to treat other people well, your family and your friends. And if they're like you, they'll do the same. And oftentimes, if you are that way, then you learn that from your parents. But like some of us, Maybe you didn't learn that from them. Maybe it was the opposite and you're working at chipping away those bad qualities, those bad behaviors that you picked up on and you don't want to be that person. And so how do we manage relationships with people like that as we evolve, trying to focus on ourselves and be better, but maybe the people that we're around they don't want to be that way and the thing is with family you don't have a choice in who they are but your friends you do so when it comes to family that is not there isn't a black and white answer there just isn't you know for some people It is, but I know for myself, it isn't, and it can be really complicated and hurtful at times because there are family members who, you know, that they're mean or they antagonize you and others and because of other deep-seated issues that they have with themselves, but you love them. And there are a lot of things that you love about that person. And they're also really fun to be around at the same time. However, you know that overall, they kind of make, they make people feel bad. 
about themselves. They gossip about people in a negative way and you're pulling away from that or you're not that way. And that makes it hard for you to keep that relationship with that person. So what do you do? Well, this is what I'm doing and hopefully this will help you too. I love them from a distance. If it's someone like that, especially if they're much older than you. And as we all know, the older we get, the harder it is to make changes because you get set in your ways. You are who you are. You just function that way. So you love them from a distance. Um, You set those boundaries, whatever that may be. Um, Sometimes it's going to the family dinner, but you just don't stay as long, you know? And maybe you don't drink any alcohol so that people's inhibitions won't be lowered. And you don't go to family dinner every week. Maybe you go once every three months. Maybe it's once a month, whatever you can handle. And when you go and they start bringing up things that are negative or you don't want to talk about, you change the subject or you get direct. You get direct with them and you just say, I don't want to talk about X, Y, and Z because of this, this, and that. And nine times out of 10, they'll be like, okay. But if they struggle or suffer, I should say, suffer from narcissism, then that's a whole different conversation. We're not talking about our narcissistic family members. We're just, we're talking about the old stubborn ones who refuse to change and they like to be mean for fun um, or just nasty gossipers and you just want to stay away from that. So this is who I'm talking about. Um, And if you choose to stay away from them altogether, then fine. But, you know, nobody's perfect. And sometimes there is a lot of good to that person as well. So you want to be balanced about it and really think about who that person is, what's important to you, what set of imperfections can you deal with, whether it's a friend or a family member. And really think about if this person really is for you or against you. And the sooner you can figure out which chairs belong at your table and which ones don't, the easier your life will be. So through that process, you also have to pay attention to the way that people react to certain things that you say. Um, Maybe if you have some bad news or you're going through a tough time, how do they react? Do they seem kind of happy? Do they have a little smile on their face? And it sounds sick, but there are people like that, you know, unfortunately. And I've, I've gone through that myself. Do they laugh at your misfortunes? Are they sad when something goes good for you? You know, 
do they make sly comments about you, your appearance, or whatever it may be, just something negative towards you? How do they speak about other people? Um, How do they live their life? Is that in line with who you want to be, the things that you want to talk about, the things that you want to achieve, wherever you plan on going in your life? Is that, is this person going to help you go into that direction, have a positive perspective on life or just about anything? And if the answer is no, and they do fit in that category, then you should cut them off. And I've gone through that with former friends and I, it was hard at first because, you know, you, you have great times with that person. It's not all bad and you miss them, but then you think about those core questions of, is this person going to help me achieve the greater good of whatever it is that I'm working towards? No. Are they, do I feel drained? Do I feel good when I'm with this person? Do I feel like I'm just defeated? Like it's just always such a negative experience. I can't wait to get away from this person. You have to really pay attention to that. Like how people are making you feel. And the reason I say look at that person and the way they live their life, because when you start to pay attention to that and you start to see like, okay, this person's life is a mess. This is why they treat me the way that they do. This is why they speak about everybody in such a negative way. I don't want that for myself. I don't want that for them. But right now they're choosing that. I can't change them. I can't encourage them to do differently. This is how they are choosing to think. And I'm just going to have to love them from a distance, depending on the degree of how bad this person is, or I'm just going to have to pull away. And sometimes with time, after you grow as a person and they grow too, sometimes you can come back together. It's rare, but it can happen. But most of the time, you just have to grow and evolve without that person. And so, you know, it, it's, it's again, it's, it's just hard to say because there isn't, there isn't a yes or no black or white answer to situations like that. It's very complicated and it's hard and it can be very hurtful. Um, cutting someone off and moving out with someone moving on without someone in your life, especially when they were a big part of it. And then you grow and you start to realize certain things about people and you just can't unsee it. And then you just can't even allow yourself to be around that person because you know, they're not good for you, you know, and you wish them well, you hope the best for them, but you know that for some of them, you know, that's just who they are. Um, and unfortunately, that's who they will remain. And the important thing is shifting back to yourself that you learn the lesson and that you know better and that you do better. 
and you evolve. And sometimes there are people in your life, your family, your friends, you can share like, you know, hey, I learned this about myself and I didn't like it. So I started to change. And maybe you give them some friendly counsel or constructive criticism and then they change too. Again, that's rare. Um, And if you find yourself in that position, then you need to change your circle. And sometimes it doesn't happen as quickly in person. So you can listen to podcasts, find some about people who have achieved things that you're working towards or have a certain mindset that you're working on having um, something in line with who you are, who you want to be, or what you're doing. And even you'll see that even just taking that one step will change the way you approach relationships with your family and your friends and whoever else in your life. And even with yourself and you you start to think differently, you start to think better and you start also reading books about, um, certain disorders. Um, I have so many books on my uh, reading list that I plan on reading. Um, some of them I've gotten around to, but didn't finish. Um, but I'll circle back to, uh, like one that I can really, that sticks out to me is the guide for an empathic person, which I consider myself to be. And you tend to attract people who tend to be narcissistic when you're empathetic because they're just gifted at that. They can sense that just like as an empathic person, you can pick up on things and read people very well. Um, They can too. And so what they'll try to do before you realize that this person is narcissistic, they will try to take advantage of you and use you. And so this book walks you through how to protect yourself and your energy. And, you know, there are certain people who just they don't deserve your energy. They, you know, and maybe you need to limit that and not give away so much access to that, to some people, because they'll just drain you. And you don't, you just, you don't deserve that. And then you get burnt out and it just sucks. And I don't want that for you or anybody. Um, But also another key point is going back to starting with yourself sometimes when you're attracting these people, it says a lot about who you are. And so if we want to improve our relationships with others, our family and our friends, we have to be better. We have to sometimes take the high road, which um, even that has certain limits because sometimes you just need to remove yourself from a situation depending on what it is. But You have to be the more mature person and you have to start to improve yourself and do better so that you can attract better. Because if you remain the same person 
and you're always like, you know, why do I keep attracting these super negative people who are not happy? They don't go after what they want. They just complain and this, 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 and that, blah, 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 really negative stuff, chronic complainers. It's because you're that way. You're probably that way. And that was probably the hardest thing for me to realize about myself. At one point in my life, I was like, I don't like who I am. I don't want to be this person. This is why my life is the way it is. This is why my circle is the way it is. And I want to change that. And then you go through a stage after making that self-discovery and making that plan to make those positive changes and change your mindset, you do go through a period of being alone because now you're, as you evolve, you're changing your circle of people. And once you reach a certain point of growth, like you just, you can't even go back. Like you can't even allow yourself to be around certain people anymore because they just think so differently and you're on a different plane in life and you're striving for different things. You want to go different places that you know that they wouldn't fit in and you couldn't bring them with you. So you end up being alone for a while until you start to attract better people or the people that are more in line with who you're becoming, who you want to be, or they're doing things that you plan on doing or you want to do. So it takes time. You're in it for the long game. You, it's not something that you rush and it just takes time. And I find that it's taking longer than I expected. Not that I had a time frame in mind, but it's just sometimes you also find yourself in a moment where you're picking yourself apart and you're like, oh, I can't believe I let so-and-so treat me like this or do that to me, whatever the situation may be. And you also have to learn to forgive yourself because you don't know what you don't know. No one's perfect. You grow, you evolve, you you do better, and you learn from it. You either learn from it and you move on or you stay the same. And that's probably the worst thing you could do is to stay the same and be in that position and not evolve. So, you know, you have to give yourself credit where it's due and celebrate yourself because You could have been that same ignorant 20-year-old who didn't know this and that and had all this attitude, and but you, you didn't remain that way. You've grown. You've learned so much about the world and yourself and life, and you're just full of life, and you have that appetite to go after more, so be grateful for that, so... I know I talk about like focusing on yourself so much throughout this series and just throughout my show, but I'm telling you that is the key. That is where it starts because it sets the tone for everything. And then people will start to treat you differently when they see that you treat yourself well.
and you take pride in who you are and you're confident and you take pride in your appearance, they will respect you more. Um, and that's just the way it is. Some people don't like that. Um, sorry, not sorry. Um, but that's the way it is. And you have to set the tone for how people treat you and set those boundaries and be better yourself so that you can attract the right people who are in line with who you are and who you plan on becoming. Um, so yeah, you know, that's honestly just the tip of the iceberg of what I have to say about improving your relationships with your family and friends. Um, also just asking more questions, you know, and not being afraid to put yourself out there and having people know things about you or get to know you. I'm not saying, uh, divulge your deepest, darkest secrets and, Um, which if you want to, that's your business. That's fine. I personally like to keep certain things private, but, um, you know, get to know people, take interest in people. Um, and sometimes you just have to reach out to people. Maybe you're in a position where you're like, nobody reaches out to me or this, this, and that you reach out to them, you know, and then pay attention to what's going on in that person's life or how they react. And then you'll know if that person is really for you or if, you know, if they're not, but if they are, you know, that person might just be overwhelmed with life right now or really busy. Don't just assume it's all about you or negative, you know, Like, oh, they don't like me or they're being fake. No, sometimes they're just busy. But use your intuition, your intellect, and, you know, just put yourself out there. Be kind, reach out, plan fun things to do. Be yourself. Always be yourself. Because when you're not and you're trying to put on a facade of maybe trying to fit the mold of this person that you really like you'll find out that it's never going to work out because you're having to pretend and you don't want to do that. Like, because then you'll find out with pretending, like you don't even really like this person and they're never going to like the real you. So you're wasting your time. They're wasting their time. So always be yourself and don't be afraid to reach out to people to make plans, to do fun things. Um, Pursue your friends and your family too, because you can you can be friends with your family, like you would uh, someone you want to date. You know, you reach out to them, you talk to them consistently, you work on that relationship, you invite them out, you plan different outings. Maybe this is a friend you can travel with, plan trips. You know, do something fun. Start thinking about all those fun things you've always wanted to do. And uh, treat people accordingly to who they are. Once people show you who they are, don't ignore that. And don't try to um, 
sometimes we, as humans, we're really compassionate and we try to give people the benefit of the doubt, which is a great quality to have. But sometimes, a lot of times, you need to see people for who they are and that just giving people the benefit of the doubt doesn't apply to every situation. So you have to take people at face value for who they are. And then that'll tell you a lot about how that person feels about you. And in line with what I'm saying, as far as treating people accordingly, if you know that you have a friend that you love dearly and you love going out with them, but they are cheap. Okay. Like I have had friends where we have gone out to dinner and they said, you know what? Like, oh, we can, we can split the bill. And you say, okay, fine. And then you tip the waiter and then your friend's like, oh, I don't tip. And you're like, excuse me, which I am totally against. Um, I was raised to always tip and to tip well, you know, um, but some people don't share those beliefs and I'm not going to sit here and, you know, put her down for it. But with that particular friend, we'll only do takeout. We will only have takeout or I'm going to invite you over for dinner and I'll cook because we do have fun together, but that's just something that we cannot do. I'm not okay with us doing as an activity. We can even go to the movies, you know. You have to treat people accordingly. That's what I mean by that. You have to really consider, like, where does this person fit in in my life? You know, is this going to be the friend that I go out to dinner with? Is this the friend that I can travel with? Is this a friend that I go to the gym with, maybe a fun fitness class at Barry's or Orange Theory, whatever. Is this a friend that I go play golf with, maybe go play some tennis? Is this a friend that maybe we could have a book club? You have to think about like, what are the things that you really enjoy doing? And maybe is this the friend that can show me new things? You know, they're more adventurous than I am. So evaluate where this family member or friend fits in in your life and once you realize or see that person for who they are and get to know them and get to know yourself as you evolve then you can decide where that person fits in and you can consider all of that and you know the it's never going to be perfect it's never, ever going to be perfect. Um, also, when you have those moments, you have to consider how issues are resolved. It's all about communication. If this is somebody that you can resolve issues with and they have, they communicate and you guys can work things out, that's a keeper, you know, and that's rare because some people have a hard time expressing how they feel or they just can't be real upfront with you. For me, that is a deal breaker because I can't apologize or hold myself accountable if you don't tell me. And I really don't know what I've done to offend you. And maybe you've tried having a conversation about it and they don't want to talk about it. You know, that shows a sign of immaturity and you guys are just not on the same level of maturity. 
when it comes to that. So you have to also evaluate what are your deal breakers? What set of imperfections are you willing to deal with? And I'm going to have to end it here because I'm at 27 minutes, 30 minutes is my max. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Please tell me what you think. Um, You know, and chime in with your opinion on what advice do you have for all of the other listeners out there about improving your relationship with your family and friends. What do you do? Um, I would love to hear from you. Again, thank you so much for listening, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much.